it's up to you today to start making healthy choices not choices that are just healthy for your body but healthy for your mind and that quote was from healthyplace.com you are now tuned into another episode of eat with her don't compete with her and it's your girl jazz and it's your host patty so we're here with another episode and before we get started we just want you guys to tune into all of our social media platforms and stop by and say hello we are on social media um we're on facebook instagram and you can find us at eat with her don't compete with her and patty what are we talking about today we're going to be talking about just you know mental health and how you know it affects us in so many ways whether it's us dealing with our own like depressions anxieties or even the people around us and a lot of us deal with it and we don't talk about it but we've seen it and where we are seeing it more and more come to the light as we look at celebrities as we look at you know people just in our immediate circles Mm -hmm. and how they have been dealing with or are are dealing with you know different things about mental health and how it's important to not only just be healthy in your body, but healthy in your mind. Yes, definitely. So one of the things we want to start out um, with is kind of breaking down the difference between mental health and mental illness, because I think that's where the stigma kind of gets lost in translation. Um, And the idea that, I have a mental illness makes um, it a stigma rather than something I want to go get help for. Right. And I'm not about to talk about the fact that I'm going to therapy or seeing a psychologist with anybody because it's such a negative connotation attached to it. Because people think that it's you crazy. Right, right, right. That particular word... Yeah. And it, 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 it just rubs people the wrong way. It hasn't yeah. been talked about in a way where um, where people are more welcoming about how do they transition mm-hmm. from where they are to where they want to be. So, Patty, right. tell us a little bit about the difference. Um, and, and before we get started with that, well, just so you know, we'll link our sources and uh, the different articles that we read and that we'll be quoting from in our... Um, on SoundCloud and on um, Apple uh, Podcast Play for your convenience if you want to go read the articles. Right. So, Patty, what are um, just tell us a little bit about the difference between mental health and mental illness. All right. So I was reading an article and it says, just as someone who feels unwell may not have a serious illness, People Mm -hmm. may have poor mental health without having a mental illness. Mm -hmm. We all have days where we feel a bit down or stressed out or overwhelmed by something that is happening in our lives. Mm -hmm. An important part of a good mental health is the ability to look at problems or concerns realistically. Good mental health isn't about feeling happy and confident 100% of the time and ignoring any problems. It is about living and coping well despite all the problems we have Mm. just as it is possible to have poor mental health, but no mental illness. It is entirely possible to have good mental health, mental health, even with a diagnosis of a mental illness. Hmm. That's because mental illnesses like other health problems are episodic, Mm. meaning they are at times of episodes of ill health in times of good or better health. Mm. 
That's good. And some of the some of the things that I think that we find, like we talked about before, was that there's a stigma attached right. to it, and a cultural bias, one way mm-hmm. or another, concerning some of these things. Right. While there are the majority groups have um, patronized mm-hmm. therapists and psychologists more often than not than minority groups, because minority groups have already been oppressed in a way where um, going to see someone mm-hmm. um, for a particular help, it's like, you know, would I pay my money or would I go sit on somebody else's couch right. and I got bigger problems and I got bigger issues type of thing where it's mental health hasn't been as much a issue Mm-hmm. Um, or as much of um, something that we talked about as an issue, mm-hmm. because it's always been there. Like you know, if you someone's ob- if someone's obese, Absolutely. you're gonna look and you're gonna see that they're obese, and it mm-hmm. is one of those things that can be hidden yeah. more easily. But there are also signs. Mm-hmm. Like, what do we do with those signs? How, how do we how do we help someone with those signs? Like, yeah, if you see that your son is is gaining excess weight, mm-hmm. you have a responsibility to at least. Um, push him in a direction of getting assistance regarding mm-hmm. that. If you see that your that emotionally that your um daughter is mm-hmm. moving in the wrong direction de- concerning how she has relationships with friends, it is your responsibility. So and it is also our responsibility with all of our leads, our physical, mental, financial, mm-hmm. emotional and and um personal, mm-hmm. we but our mental is still in that. You know what I'm right. saying? It's, it's you know, still in the mix. And and not just like okay, culturally black people are not um privy to therapists, right? Because first of all, um, even in the culture of church, you know, everything is go pray about it, you know, talk to the Lord about it. He he's the best counselor there is, you right, know. Right, 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 right. But after I'm praying, I'm still having thoughts of mm. this or mm. I'm still feeling down in my mm. spirit, you know, where there are people who are professionally trained, right, right. you know, but that's something they can hear. Right. Like that's something I like mental health. Sometimes like when I'm depressed or if I'm having anxiety, when I don't pinpoint what those is, you know, it's hard to talk about it, mm. but also in, in our culture, um, there aren't black therapists. Mm. So it's hard enough to have to go through mentally going through certain things in my life, but then to go talk about it with someone who cannot relate to me culturally right, right. is something hard too. Right. And I know? think that sometimes we, you know, when we invest in, um, an African American, uh, professional of any kind, we want to share that information. Right. Um, one of the things that I've found is that I think it's a, it's a shout out to this particular podcast is therapy for black girls. Mm-hmm. She's a, actually, uh, I, f- I believe she's a doctor, but, mm-hmm. um, she sh- has a directory mm-hmm. of therapists. Wow. Um, and, and that particular thing within itself is just powerful because it's not, don't just have your platform and get the get the um the information get the goods mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be and don't share it you right. know what i'm saying like if if you are a therapist you have a plethora of of resources right. and a lot of times you know let's do with these resources mm-hmm. what we can do so right. i wanted to speak a little bit about what those different kinds of mental health um problems what they may be in terms right. of the name um anxiety or panic attacks um uh, depression, mm-hmm. uh, eating disorder, mm-hmm. postpartum, um, 
uh, or PTSD. Right. So those are just some of the things, but we're probably going to spend the most time talking about uh, depression and anxiety today. Mm-hmm. Because um, we can relate, I guess, to both mm-hmm. in different ways. Because I used to tell Jazz, like, I've had anxiety attacks and I didn't know what they were, mm-hmm. you know. And the one time I can, the, the worst one I had was um, I was younger and a young boy from our school had passed away in a car accident. And I had gotten so scared. I felt like I was going to die and I wouldn't go to sleep. And I cried because I was sleepy, but I was scared to go to sleep. Mm. And I was just in a room. I was sweating. I was just going through it. And I went and I told my mother my fear, you know, because that's what you do. You go tell your parents when Mm -hmm. there's something you can't handle. And my mother didn't know how to handle it. All my mother did was tell me, just pray about it. It'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Like what? I don't even know how old I was, but like, how do you tell a child to pray and they don't even know what to pray about? You know, <laughs> right? But I did. I've never had that experience again. Like I found myself getting little things, like mm-hmm. little points of anxiety. Mm-hmm. But for me to have a full out anxiety attack, I haven't had one in a while. But like I said, I didn't know what they were until you know, it started being like a light shed upon what anxiety really is, mm-hmm. you know, because like I said, I was one of those sufferers in silent because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to explain it because one, I didn't want to sound crazy. Right. And then two, I it was like kind of embarrassing because it's just like, girl, like get over it. Like you don't have to be fearful. Like nothing's mm-hmm. going to happen to you. But like I said, like in, in our culture, like I had to deal with two stigmatisms. One, the culture of being black and we don't go to therapists. And then two, being in the culture of church where they tell you to just pray about it. Right. Right. And, and that brings me to the point of what, what anxiety is. Mm-hmm. Right. Anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness mm-hmm. or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Yeah. And that's exactly what Patty just explained. Mm-hmm. And for me, my experience with um, anxiety came a lot with an Im- imminent events mm-hmm. and specifically with something yeah. I was uncertain about mm-hmm. the outcome. Like for me, my life, I spent some uh, a, a large majority of the my maturing time alone. Mm-hmm. But you're maturing without a blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're maturing without guidelines. Mm-hmm. So let's say, for instance, small things like getting on the bus. I was always the one who got to point A to point B, you know, rather swiftly, learned the bus routes and things like that. But what people didn't know was that I would get to those places, but the unsurety, the the uncertainty, the uncertainty of not knowing this particular street I was on mm-hmm. made me feel like I was getting kidnapped. Mm. Like it made me feel like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Like you understand what I'm saying? Like it 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 really messed me up. Yeah. And so much so that I think that my latest anxiety attack had to be was when my my husband had a truck mm-hmm. in his first first truck. And I got lost. Mm-hmm. And I got lost, and it messed me up. Mm-hmm. So I had to do a U-turn, but I did mm-hmm. it in, like, someone's parking lot. Mm-hmm. So, But their lot had, like, a brick garage. And so I backed into their garage, or so I thought. Mm-hmm. I backed into their 
the wall, the brick wall, because I was so nervous trying to get the heck out of there because I don't know what town I'm in. I'm like really bugging yeah. out, and it's it trips me out mm-hmm. because that was the only reason it had re- it had a rear view cam. Mm-hmm. It was no reason I was supposed yeah. to be scratching, but I was so nervous. flustered. Yeah. Like I was really flustered. Mm-hmm. It was the first truck. Um, I was mm-hmm. so flustered, but what anxiety does. In my opinion, like I said, like we say all the time, we're no experts, is that it attacks um, your insecurities yeah. and, it, and, it, and it traps you and kind of it kind of pins you on the wall mm-hmm. and have you watch what's going on. Right. It's like you're an out of body experience mm-hmm. and it has you watch. Because I remember somebody telling me about, you know, anxiety at a point where I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, calm down or whatever. Yeah. It's like. To, to be honest with you, it's no, I don't have a real definitive way as to tell somebody how to deal with their stuff. Because I see, find that a lot of times we, we try to tell people how to deal with their stuff, one, without being an expert. And then two, and not, not an expert, but a professional. And then two, without their stuff being the same. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm dealing with something, but I'm dealing with it based upon control and control mm-hmm. that I've naturally had over mm-hmm. my life. But you're dealing with something based upon fear and in fear that you've always had for your life. Mm-hmm. That's a the, the approach should be different mm-hmm. in how you know, you come to your conclusion. Right, because no anxiety is the same. Right. Like, what causes you to have anxiety is not what causes me to have anxiety. That's why it should be, like, treaded lightly upon when you are giving advice or even, like, you know, handled by a professional or, you know, or or approached with an open mind. Because sometimes, like you said, people will um, give you advice mm-hmm. about something that they know nothing really about. Or mm-hmm. or how to how you experienced it, right? So I just like 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 I said, like I I've, I've grown out of like having full on anxiety attacks, but I do have moments where my anxiety does like creep you up. know creep up, and mm-hmm. I just have to like really calm myself down and just be like, you're overthinking it. It's gonna be okay. It's not as serious as you think it is. And some people they can't do it. like some people they breathe into paper bags mm-hmm. you know there's so many different remedies and stuff out there for you to get over anxiety attacks but like I said when I was younger it I didn't know what to do mm-hmm. you know because it was that fear of not having control because when I go to sleep there was no guarantee that I was waking up right you know but I was just like like you're not going to get in a car accident you're going to be fine mm-hmm. but even talking about this is just certain ways that I move that I just like it brings me anxiety. Like when I pray, I won't pray on my knees with my back, um, without like if I pray on my knees, I have to be in a room where a door is closed. Mm. Like I would never pray on my knees where a door is open. Mm. Like I would never fall asleep in a room with a door that is open. Wow, what? Because I want to be able to hear what is coming inside. Mm. And I went to therapy, guys. I know last um, I think a few episodes ago I said one of my things was to go into therapy. Mm-hmm. And I went to therapy, I had a session and I told my therapist what my fear was. And he said to me, has any of this ever happened? I said, no. He said, so it's not going to happen. Mm. It is in your mind. Mm. And he was just like, some thoughts you cannot control, but you can control if you entertain them. Mm. 
And if you entertain, he's like, he, so he taught me techniques on how to just let things pass. Mm -hmm. Like we can't control some things that come to our mind, but we do control what we entertain. Mm. So he was just like, let it pass. Hmm. You have to let it pass. Uh, um, I read a quote mm -hmm. that said, um, sometimes the worst place you can be is in your own head. Yeah. And the interesting part is I, I remember thinking that over and over and over, like, as as great of a people or whatever we think we might mm -hmm. be, you need not spend too much time yeah. in your head. Just For like real. you need not spend all your time in the gym. Yeah. You need not to be trying to too figure out how you going. Too exactly. too bad. Exactly. Too much of anything is the worst of everything. Yeah. You know? It's like so, too much. It, when when I think about what anxiety does mm. to you, it attacks you inwardly yeah. to affect you outwardly. outwardly. Absolutely. And um, what I, one of the things that I think about, you know, self treatment because I think that a lot of times people might not ever get to a point of treatment by a, a professional, professional, right? Like yeah. you, like I think that we kind of gotta get our minds around that idea mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, it's fine. And, and maybe they might not ever get professional mm -hmm. help, but this particular um, podcast and this particular mm -hmm. discussion will be the help. But one of the things, um, and I will link that also in, in our episode description in terms of how to care for anxiety and um, some of the other mental health issues we're going to be discussing mm -hmm. is, self-care right you know a lot of times some of the things that link to our mental health are our emotional health and our mm -hmm. personal health like some of the the, the the our emotional selves and our personal selves right mm -hmm. we don't necessarily uh in our, in our episode um prior to this we talked about imposter syndrome and talked about how we've let certain things fall to the wayside and i found that i've done that before mm -hmm. like i've gotten back into art and it might not pay me any money, but it made me happier mm -hmm. than the things that were paying me money. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you let them fall by the wayside for uh, the mm -hmm. opportunity to make money. You right. know what I'm saying? So you get overwhelmed by the the physicality or the work or the mental um, stress that mm -hmm. these things are causing you. Right. And you don't get to a happy place. Mm -hmm. You don't get to the things, you don't get to, to do simple things like run your garden mm -hmm. or, you know, color with your children or yeah. go to the super, supermarket. You know what I'm saying? Like you've gotten to a place where your self-care has been so, so much on the back burner. And that yeah. was, and, and the funny thing is that's one of the main things we do, right? Yeah. We get all of these responsibilities and these obligations mm -hmm. and ourselves become something that is no longer our priority. I recently I have found myself being very irritable because I felt drained. Mm -hmm. Like I was connected to so many things mm -hmm. that was just draining my energy and I'm just like when will you have time for Patty? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we did a, like you said we did an episode a few a few episodes ago about self-care mm -hmm. and, and taking care of yourself. And I have um, to get out of that because I, I found myself snapping, you know, at the people closest to me. Mm -hmm. um, and it was because I was like tired, mm -hmm. you know, 
and I was mentally drained. Like I wasn't physically tired, but mentally I was drained, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was just like, I found myself, like I said, snapping at people or getting an attitude, getting irritable. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you need to take some time for you, Mm -hmm. you know, take some time to just, just do you go away, do something that doesn't involve a responsibility. It doesn't involve you taking care of nobody, just Mm -hmm. taking that time to be okay, you know? And, you know, I always say God has a way of like placing certain obstacles and situations in your life where, um, so you won't have that mental breakdown. It forces you mm-hmm. to, to get that, that, uh, I guess me time. Right. Right. And, and the, another thing regarding how to manage, you know, anxiety, like, like you said, uh, you know, reducing your own, res- your responsibilities and obligations, mm-hmm. because sometimes those responsibilities and obligations can be reduced, mm-hmm. but you choose, you know what I'm saying? Not to reduce them and kind of position yourself to be overwhelmed mm-hmm. because being overwhelmed will lead to things like anxiety and anxiety attacks and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I also found that, um, you know, having, significant um they the uh, research has said that's you know some some other self treatments let before we get into what the self treatments are we let's talk about a little bit about what the self treatments are not mm-hmm. i think that a lot of times we think that self medicating is mm-hmm. a way to relieve stress Mm-mm. of any kind no. okay let's smoke smoke a little bit let's drink a little bit let's I, do things that i was reading a quote and it says i used to try to drown my sorrows in a bottle of alcohol until they learned how to swim. Mm. That's deep. That's real deep. Because it's not even just, it's not just drinking, it's not just smoking. It'd be mm-hmm. people too. Like, yeah. you start to get you, you you so far underneath this person underarm that you don't even yeah. see, you don't even see the person. Mm-hmm. You'll see more of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you have gotten so lost in things mm-hmm. Um that you can't even find your way to a, a place of understanding that this particular thing is going mm-hmm. on. Like, right. and, and one of the ways to best evaluate your mental health um, is, is, is to assess where you were versus where you are. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, am I, do I have, a, am I trying to cope with something, with one thing or another by doing too much in, in doing this in access um, at this point in my life mm-hmm. rather than before. Like, where evaluate yourself. Do self-evaluations. Do self-audits mm-hmm. on who you who you are right now and who you were because if right. it's not a better version, then at any point you need to, you know, step up and, and make some kind of changes. Right. And I was reading this thing, and it, I'm not going to read all of them, but it was all, like, everyone... Um, started with to protect my energy and it was like to protect my energy like it's okay to change my mind it's okay to cancel the commitment it's okay to take a day off to not answer the call to not share myself to do nothing to be alone to sleep in to speak up to move on to let go and to change Mm -hmm. and that hit me so hard when I read that because uh another thing that brings anxiety for me is not being everywhere that I need to be Mm -hmm. or not saying yes hmm. or you know what i'm saying it I, at this point i i don't even care no more <laughs> you know it's not that i don't care but it's not a priority for me 
you know, I just like, I've learned in these past few months, um, how important it is to take care of Patty because if Patty is not okay, the things that are connected to Patty won't be okay. Mm. You know, and a lot of times we try to take care of the things that are connected to us and not us as the source. Mm. And that, 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 that puts us in such a, for me, it put me in a bad mental space. Yeah. So I, before let's get into the next one, Patty. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next one being depression. Mm. Um, and we've been wanting to talk about this for some time. Yeah. Um, we found that it's been more readily talked about um in terms of uh society and it's been a kind of a trending topic, if you will. Yeah. And the definition uh of, of depression is the feelings of se- severe despondence and dejection mm-hmm. um and me myself i have felt depressed before mm-hmm. and it has nothing and i, well, I want to say this it has nothing to do with success mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying like a lot of people think that because of success or or visual success, visual mm-hmm. things that you deem as successful. Right. Because what you see on the outside looking in at me, mm-hmm. I might not even deem successful. So, so right. that's, let's just keep that as number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but because like when you see celebrities and things like that, we're like, come on, bro, you got a million dollars. Let me see how depressed I'll be mm-hmm. if I had a couple million. You know what I'm saying? But some of the things, because I've been depressed in different points in my life mm-hmm. when I've had it all and I've had nothing. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's like, the depression was allegedly attached mm-hmm. to the having nothing and to the having everything. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? I've seen people who have had millions in their bank account and mm-hmm. be depressed. And I've seen people who have had nothing and been the happiest in their life. Mm. And, it, and it's very true because if the depre- if, if I was depressed in, in, at a point in my life where I had everything and at a point in my life where I had nothing, neither one of the things right. were attached to my happiness you know what i'm saying because in my opinion and this is like i said in my opinion my opinion depression is the direct opposite of happiness absolutely it is the thing that and it it comes in so many different Mm -hmm. forms and we we don't have the the time in the day to discuss the the number of forms yeah you know yeah so when when it comes to you know depression that, that I think that one of the main things we need to um, attach ourselves to and trying to get from underneath it is that where's the source? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you're at this place, and, uh, and, and for me as a person, one of the ways I can find out is through conversation. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a person who, you know, I can have a conversation with you about something that you did wrong to me and that I don't need an apology per se. I need to have a conversation. Yeah. I need you to hear what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And most of the times when I talk, 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 I mm-hmm. find out what it is. Mm-hmm. What is that it? What is the source? What is the subject matter? What is the topic? You right. know what I'm saying? And and for me, I'm not certain as to... I One of the ways I've gotten through both of them, the both of those times, is that I... Sh- I strived. Mm-hmm. I had to keep on going. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, oh, you know, you never talked to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it was sometimes it was very, you know, at other times it was very functional, right. very functional. And 
you know, I think that one of the times, because both of those times I got over a douche driving, mm-hmm. but the the another time that I was depressed and I was more functional in my life, in my lifestyle, I got through it by kind of understanding that one, I was bleeding on people that never hurt me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was beginning to drip in ways where it was just like, yeah, that's mm, that snapping. Ain't got nothing about. to do yeah. with nobody. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? And like, when you have people closest to you, sometimes what, 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 and maybe this is quote unquote my cry help. Somebody needs to ask you, mm-hmm. um, no, what's really from? going yeah. on? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I hear you, but. Mm, that don't sound like the, you know, the real you. Like, yeah. what's really going... You not like that. Like, that's, don't, that don't yeah. bother you. That don't, that's that what, don't like, do nothing. Like, 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 you know good and well him not putting them chips back is not the reason why you're upset. You know what I'm <laughs> exactly saying? Exactly. Like, this, this like, the chips. They ain't really even yours. You know right? what I'm saying? What and that's happened? very true. And yeah. I think that some of the, the bouts we have in life that, like, when we, f- we have a close-knit grouping of people mm-hmm. and, and we, we have a people who... Or around us and close to us, it is important for them to see us for real, mm-hmm. right? Like, don't just view us from the bird's eye view that the rest of the world. Right. Because uh, why, why are you really in my my life? Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, you need to really see. You know, someone like mm, you really not doing as yeah. well as you might think you're doing. But let me let me let me pull you to the side and mm-hmm. let you know what's up. You might be mad for a couple of days. I right. mean, but let's 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 mm-hmm. let's have that conversation. Absolutely. So, what about you, Patty? Have you ever had any? Um, bouts with um, depression or, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that. Yeah. Um, one of the amazing things about having good friends and family in your life is that they will sense it. Not only, and that's one of the things I love about um, having um, friends and family who are, have, who have a relationship with um, God because they can discern certain things about you or mm-hmm. God will just reveal certain things to them about you. And I've never been able to slip into a depressive state. Mm-hmm. I've always been on a journey towards it, but I've never been in the point where I've just completely went into depression. Um, yeah, there are moments in my life that probably um, like recently um, I was in Florida mm-hmm. and I, I've been feeling, you know, uh, really like down mm-hmm. because there was, I want to say like when you do things right, when you do things right for me, mm-hmm. um, at this particular point in my life, I was doing things right and I did not see the results as mm-hmm. fast as I thought I would have. And, um, it causes me to like give up, not give up totally, but it caused me to, um give up in the words right exactly mm-hmm. and i didn't express this to no one mm-hmm. um i wasn't like hey i'm about to just stop all this you know right. what i'm saying i just started making certain decisions mm-hmm. and things of that nature and I, I i the last episode i wanted to say this but it's it's definitely fitting for this one um me and jasmine sometimes clash heads a lot you but think? she <laughs> is my balance in, in so many ways. Um, she and I are opposite, but our opposites, like the things that she struggled with, I'm able to help her through and the things I struggle with, she's able to help me through. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that our weaknesses aren't the same. Mm-hmm. So she called me, um, and I was in the, um, truck by myself and, uh, 
she was just like, I wanted to tell you this, but I didn't know <laughs> if I was going to tell you this yet. I wanted to wait because you know how you are, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, girl, tell me what it is. And as she was talking, like tears started falling through my eyes because it was what I was feeling at the moment. Mm-hmm. She said, don't get weary in well-doing. And I was weary. Mm-hmm. And um, she called me. And like I said, I don't always get to the point where I am going to be depressed. Mm-hmm. Like before I get into that, God will send somebody mm-hmm. in my life to speak to me and be like, listen, no, you're good. You're going to be okay. Get back on track. And mm-hmm. um that that's one way you know you can get over depression is having good girlfriends and good people in your life who are able to read your spirit mm-hmm. and know when you say I'm okay read past all of that right mm-hmm. like I said I was I was going through a little thing in my mind and and, and in my life relationship wise my my ministry wise mm-hmm. career wise it was like so many things that was happening and hitting me at one point in time like I said I started snapping at people I started getting angry I started getting upset um little things that have that I usually like just let roll over were mm-hmm. really getting me pissed off mm-hmm. and um my aunt said to me she's like that means you're tired mm-hmm. and then I got a phone call that's when Jess called me and she told me like you know um basically like don't get weary and well-doing you know and it was what I needed at the moment like I don't want to go into details you know because that's my private moments but it was moments like that that kept me on track to not fall into those depressive states. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes if you have friends or family or mm-hmm. someone who you at least talk to right, right. Um, that can fill your spirit or, e- or either not always like fill your spirit, but either, either can connect with God and he'll tell you like, hey, call this person or hey, this person is going through this. And then them listen and be obedient to mm-hmm. his voice to be able to minister to you in those moments. It is save you from going down certain roads because when you're depressed, you make certain decisions that are not always, um, I want to say not, I want to say logical, but they're not always, um, they, they will be detrimental to your walk yes, and detrimental to who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So I needed that talk because Like I said, I I don't always, I won't ever, I haven't slipped into depression, but I've had definitely seen the sign and it was about to go into that town Mm -hmm. before somebody called me like, Hey, don't make that right. Right, right, right. And, and I think that's, you know, quite powerful to kind of, to kind of see that because your testimony, your, your, your future is evolved around that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And for me, I've always talked about like my past, my present, and I'm quite certain that my future Mm -hmm. was always evolved around pain. Mm -hmm. And I needed to learn more Mm -hmm. about pain. I needed to experience pain in order to have any elements of a testimony of any kind. Mm -hmm. And and, and as we talk about the, you know, mental, mental health in general, I want to say, and it's really just dropped in my spirit to pay attention to your children, your friends, oh, yeah. and your family. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, behaviors shift yeah. and behaviors change and children and adolescents in mm-hmm. vulnerable uh, particular stages in their lives can't necessarily verbalize, hey, I'm depressed. Yeah. Hey, I have anxiety. Hey, I'm dealing with this particular thing mm-hmm. right now. But, but the more we, we cause put the, put the phones down, you know, yeah. put the computers down, you know, spend some quality time and mm-hmm. understanding these particular people that you call, you know, um, yeah. your loved ones and understand them as a person, because the more you understand them as a person, the more you can have those connective mm-hmm. moments that would allow you to say and do things for them in a way that will ultimately change and shift 
their gears. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And then when you're when you're really present in someone's life, you can shift gears for them mm-hmm. and move them into places and things and avenues as an advocate for God, as a vessel anointed by God to do it. Mm-hmm. But if you're not present, yeah. it's no way that you can tell that this thing is even yeah. happening. Right. And those are the moments when parents, like, you know, think back, they got to go back and be like, Oh my God! I what kind of parent thing. was I? Was was right. I? And why, why? How didn't I know? And mm-hmm. things like that. And I'm not saying that you're gonna catch everything, but when it comes to things like this, the earlier we mm-hmm. we can teach, the 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 sooner they can learn is the better because yeah. then they can turn around and teach it and see it in their siblings and see it in the people around them and things of that nature. And I just I it really it dawned on me that you know a lot of times. And it's not even a cultural thing. It's just, in general, a in human general, thing. Yeah. That uh, uh, in, in a society thing, in a generational thing, that we don't pay attention enough to um, the people who we call our loved ones. Mm-hmm. And so when these mental health signs begin to occur, we get so busy in our lives that we move away from saying simple words like, are you okay? Yes. And can I help? And... Let's just talk and let's put the phone mm-hmm. down. And you know what I'm saying? Things like that. We don't do enough of those things. So the signs just pass us by and mm-hmm. things just begin to begin to happen and they tumble over. But I, I really, I really wanted to say that because I really think that we can do more um for the health of the mental health of our loved ones if we paid a little bit more attention. And you know the crazy thing, um, my friend, she shares a lot of things on Facebook, but one thing is two things she she shared. It says the real gateway drug is trauma. Say that one more time. The real gateway drug is trauma. Hmm. And another thing, when you said reading the signs, I read this today. It says children don't say, I had a hard day. Can we talk? Mm-hmm. They say, will you come play with me? Hmm. That's pretty deep. That's really good. Yeah. And the funny thing is about the first one you said is that, um, what, so read that first one again. The real gateway drug is trauma. Yeah, and it, a lot of our, as, as a minority group, whatever minority group it is, right, from blacks to Mexicans, right, they've got, we've gone through mm-hmm. some things that yeah. really are postpartum depression. Yeah. Like, I know for a fact that I have to, I am in the process of getting a, a re- um, established with the idea mm-hmm. that if someone gets shot mm-hmm. and dies, that's a bad thing mm. because I've gotten so immune to the idea of it. So immune to the idea that, yeah. you know, the cops are going to get away with mm-hmm. certain, you know what I'm saying? Just right. certain things. And it just it has placed such a mental space in my head that I can watch the most gruesome of things mm-hmm. and not be even remotely right. affected. Right. That's not okay. That that's not okay. And it's a, it's a training ground for, I could, you know, by the grace of God, I'm not no personal killer mm-hmm. myself. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? But people can be put in a position of, of having postpartum from mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Like people have had certain traumas in their mm-hmm. lives that, some people can be so successful as to let it be waters off a duck's back and it really actually yeah. not affect them. But then in some ways it is affecting people in ways you wouldn't even 
imagine. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Some of the things that go on in our communities and go on in our societies and just happen um, in, in these third world countries and mm-hmm. things like that, they have placed us in the position of that trauma has placed us in a position of reframing our mm-hmm. mental health in general. Right. Like, so we've already had a, a, a stamp on us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then when it comes to the, the, the second quote that you said, you know, about children, it's, you gotta look, yeah. you gotta listen. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's okay. Like, like, um, the quote by Jay, Jay Shetty, it's okay to skip the party, to read a book, yeah. you know, to watch a movie with your kid. That that's fine. Mm-hmm. But we don't, we don't we don't do that because that's not the trend and right. you know things like that. So eh, you know I, I definitely get that. I definitely get that. Like I said, um, like you said, it's so many signs. Some people mm-hmm. don't show signs, but when you really know them, they show signs. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's important that we just like you know make sure that not only we look at our mental health and make sure that we are okay and we're not falling into these um, deep depressions mm-hmm. or deep. Um, or having continuous anxiety attacks without even seeking out help. Because, you know, it's hard to say, you know, I'm going through this. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, like you said, sometimes um, we don't always say, hey, I had a hard day at work. We quote it with, I need a drink. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, or don't, don't, not, not right now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Stop like I that. I want to talk like, right like, now. No, no, not right now. Yeah. Like, I could tell with Jasmine having a bad day by the way she texts me back. <laughs> You know, or if she answered the phone and I hear a certain tone of her voice, I'd be like, oh, Lord, what done happened now? <laughs> you know, but like I said, it is definitely like looking for the signs, not only in yourself, mm-hmm. but in others so that you'll be able to like, you know, help each other out because right. mental health is real. Right. Right. And you can, you can, you can use it as a group thing. Like you can, you can yeah. have a group, a group, um, you know, therapy session. A mm-hmm. lot of my, you know, for me, quote unquote, therapy sessions or my conversations, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I have a conversation about it. But Patty, you got a soul food moment for us? All right, guys. Here's a little soul food, a little food mm-hmm. for your soul. soul. You know, it's a quote and it says, it's up to you today to start making healthy choices. Not choices that are just healthy for your body, but healthy for your mind. Mm-hmm. Because you can have a built up house. That looks beautiful on the outside. Mm. But if you never place the right furniture, if you never take time to put the pipe in, the line in, the electricity mm. lines and all that stuff inside of it, it's just going to be an empty shell. Hmm. You have to take care of not only your outside appearance, but the way you folk, the way you are on the inside. Yeah. And it starts with your mindset. Everything starts with the mind. Before you thought, before you can make a, de- a decision to do something, before it becomes an action, it starts as a thought. And you have to make sure that your mental health in your mind is healthy. Hmm. And if you have to take time to yourself, take time and talk to a friend, take time and go see a therapist like I've done, mm-hmm. you do that so that you won't stay there. Doesn't necessarily mean that life problems, life traumas, life circumstances may not take you there, mm-hmm. but don't make that a permanent residence for yourself. You know, some of us have to drive past the depression city. Mm -hmm. Some of us have to actually drive into depression city, but you don't have to live there. And we all have a choice on where we live. Hmm. Choose wisely. Yes. You have just tuned into another episode of Eat With Her, Don't Compete With Her. 
And before I leave you guys, of course, I'm going to leave you with a question of the day where you can answer it on our now opened Facebook group. And that question is, have you been suffering with mental health? How is your mental health? Yeah, how is your mental health? So share that with us on our open Facebook group. I want to hear a little bit about it. Like you can be having maybe you the picture of perfection. You know what I'm saying? You out here <laughs> Let and us you know doing, what you're doing. living your you best life. Give us some some advice. But if if not, you know, share that with us as well. And we'll chime in and, and give you the best um nuggets that we have because right. we don't generally give advice. We give give nuggets and give the best that we mm-hmm. have because we're not experts or professionals. But what we do is we share what we know so we all can grow. That's right. Okay. Absolutely. So again, you guys, you've just tuned into another episode of Eat with Her. Don't compete with her. And it's your girl Jazz. And it's your girl Patty. We out. We out.